1: Follow the link in the show notes to subscribe to Emerging and chart your own path to architectural success. Hello. My name is Demetrius. This is Jason. Hey, guys. And you are listening to Spaces Podcasts. Thank you for joining us, everyone. Thanks for coming back. For uh, for our listeners that are sticking with us through this whole process, uh, got a special episode for you today. We have, um, I guess you could call her a uh, replacement. Basically, because uh, we kicked Ally to the curb. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we got we got a new uh, new team member that we wanted to introduce today. Just kidding, Ally. We still love you. <laughs> kind of. uh So we're going to introduce Michelle today. Michelle Thrakun Shawi. I think, think I it. think yeah. I got it right. Yeah. Uh, so Michelle, welcome to the show.
2: Hello everyone.
1: I got the last name pronunciation correct, right? You nailed it. Okay. But good. if we're
2: being honest, I might not be saying it correctly either.
0: <laughs> Fair. So we I shorten it up a lot of times like Michelle T Thrak Michelle. yeah (laughs) so so any of those are gonna work just fine i think yeah
1: (laughs) so michelle you get your your own episode today we're we're gonna introduce you and and find out a little bit about you
2: hashtag no pressure yeah
1: exactly
0: uh so give uh first thing she's dressed the most professionally out of all of us in here right now yeah uh just so we're clear but you're usually dressed very professionally
2: I, tried, I don't know if I've seen you
0: not dress professionally. Well,
2: my my office is a pretty casual environment when we're in the office and not going out and meeting. So I feel like over time, I have started to dress down. Um, but today we had two new hires that I'm actually managing and overseeing. So, so wanted to up set, a fake I wanted to set the right tone. <laughs> so, you're, so
0: you're putting up a fake facade, essentially, is what exactly. you're saying, right? Exactly. Okay. All right. Nice work. Still dressed more professionally than Demetrius and I, though, currently.
2: Now I'll know that t-shirts and flip-flops are are appropriate.
0: I'm wearing a polo shirt. I have a collar on. Well, it's Mm -hmm. like 163 degrees
2: outside.
1: It's hot as hell, man. (laughs) It's nice that some people have AC, huh, buddy? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Ha, ha, ha.
1: Off-mic conversations, Michelle has no air conditioning in her place right now. To her defense... Usually in the area in which
0: she lives, you don't need it at all. We yeah. are in Southern California. She's closer to the coast than I am, right? Yeah. But there's two weeks out of the year where it's hot.
2: There are two weeks. And what's odd is those two weeks usually come in September or October. Yeah, October's This is hot. unusually early yeah. to have this kind of heat and the humidity, which yeah. is unusual for California. Now, yeah. if we had an East Coast listener, they would be laughing yeah. all <laughs> yeah. the way home about yeah. my comment just now. But it's unusually humid right now.
1: Yeah, it's been hot. Yeah, definitely. So Michelle, give our listeners a little kind of background to um, to yourself, your uh, professional and anything personal. Wow,
2: that's let's, a that's a loaded.
1: Let's start professional. Question. Let's start okay. professional.
2: Professional. Well, let me lead by saying that Allie uh, is a very good friend of mine, and so these are some big shoes that I'm filling.
0: <laughs> she has small shoes.
2: It's fine. <laughs> she might have small shoes, but she's got big ideas. <laughs> she does. <laughs> um, so professionally, so my, um, my focus, so I currently am working on land acquisition and asset management uh, with a private residential developer and home builder by the name of City Ventures. Uh, City Ventures is based in Irvine. We have an office in San Francisco, and our focus is on urban infill development. So we work a lot with cities, we work with landowners, brokers, and essentially we're trying to redevelop or or repurpose um, old industrial sites, old school sites, church properties, things that just have kind of run their course and then turn that into for sale residential housing.
0: I'm sorry, you're saying the church has run its course? Is that the church we has not this? run its course, okay. but
2: maybe the congregation has dwindled or um, sure an aging clear. population. <laughs> now, the church will always be around, Jason, not to worry, not
1: Really quick, on it to jump in since you mentioned that, uh, and we do talk about kind of societal changes. And just since you brought that up, we'll get to it at some other point. But an interesting thing is with kind of the younger generation, the numbers of uh church attendees are actually going down. That's right? why this place is going to hell, buddy. <laughs> you know,
2: it's the world's going to hell so- in a
1: handbasket, and you're freaking nailing it head on right now.
0: I'm just telling you. <laughs> So uh yeah anyway don't wind me up so don't what, wind me up what you
2: see happening is the old traditional church when you know when I think of a church that I went to as a kid where you have like a fellowship hall and a couple of Sunday school classrooms and a chapel or worship center yeah that traditional church model seems to be evolving into more of an industrial church model where your worship and your fellowship hall is leased or owned in an industrial building where you can get a greater capacity of of people and young people yeah
0: and i think you know i I know this is a totally different topic but that's what i would tend to
2: yeah can we get back to me yeah Uh, (laughs) no
0: no because you started on the wrong topic but i mean ultimately (laughs) it's 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 born again christian or just christian fellowship is is the ones that are tending to take that place so when when you're mentioning you know i tend to think catholic lutheran baptist you know those types of things when you're talking about traditional structure and that type of stuff in
2: churches but yeah yeah, no i agree yeah
1: sorry for the tangent michelle
2: no worries so i've been doing that still is the reason why it's going to hell (laughs) yeah so so i've been in real estate uh development really focused on the housing side of of real estate development for about 12 years i think it's been 12 years in fact it has been 12 years i just passed my 12-year career for you yeah it's kind of crazy so graduated from college twelve years ago. I am a Trojan, proud. Wear that cardinal and gold. Fight on. Okay. Yeah, don't be jealous. <laughs> I'm not jealous. Don't look
0: at me like I'm going to say anything
1: about this. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was yeah. waiting on Jason to jump in there. <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll just uh, we'll come back to that at some other point.
2: Yeah, sure. <laughs> uh, Start. I don't at- go to
0: UCLA either, just in case people were wondering. I didn't go to UCLA. That's not why he's looking at me. but keep going. <laughs>
2: I'll just leave it at it was. Less expensive for me to go to private school than it was for me to go to Berkeley. When I looked at financial aid packages huh. side by side, my out of pocket was infinitely less That's interesting, at USC. Actually. Mm-hmm.
0: Really interesting.
2: Mm-hmm. Fun hmm. fact. Yeah.
0: We should talk about colleges at some point. We will. Cool. Oh, okay. we're going to get to that. Once again, I did, probably didn't pay attention.
1: <laughs> 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 yeah, you didn't look at the list that I sent you? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. Okay, Michelle. So tell us a little bit about personal, the personal side. Any paint the picture. Paint, paint the picture for the, the people. Sure. Uh, okay. What do you What do you do in your uh, as a hobby? Uh...
2: My favorite thing to do is what, Jason? Go to the river. Nope. <laughs> what? Although I do go to the river. You go to the
0: river a lot. What are you talking about? I do
2: about? go to the river a lot. Um, I feel my... like I don't even know you now. <laughs> well, you know, my favorite thing to do in all of the world is travel. Um, oh, yeah. I love yeah. to travel. I love to travel internationally. I love to experience all new things. When I travel, I refuse yeah, to stay at a typical hotel or motel, and I refuse to stay at or eat at a chain restaurant. I like to find you know the restaurant that you can only experience in whatever city or location you're in, and I like to find a boutique hotel or a hotel that is offering a different experience than you would get by just staying at a courtyard Marriott. No offense to courtyard Marriott's, but you know, courtyard, courtyard Marriott's are reserved for business travel and,
0: and me and Jason. <laughs> me and my family. Um, so,
2: love international travel, love road trips, um, a foodie at heart. I love trying new foods. I'll try anything. Snowboarding, my favorite thing to do. Okay. Wait
0: a minute. So this is like, cause you're ruining my world here to a certain degree, mm-hmm. right? I do, I do remember the traveling thing and I probably should have recognized that, but my own like personal interest in the river probably took over. Mm-hmm. So you would put traveling and snowboarding above the river? I would. Yes. Interesting.
2: So fun fact, we huh. own a, I like to call it a place at the river. Um, mm-hmm. What I mean by that is it is a travel trailer that we have permanently affixed to the land, meaning that we've essentially taken the wheels off the trailer. Okay. Although the trailer still has to be registered with the DMV yeah. as though it could be taken somewhere. Which some somewhere. people might
0: remember from our talk with Davis. Yeah, mm-hmm. right? the tiny okay. home.
2: In fact, it, it actually is a lot like a tiny home. Um, yeah. So it's a travel trailer. It actually can sleep nine people. So we have a bunk room in the back that has three bunk beds, Uh, We have in the front a bedroom that's a queen-size bed, and then the living area, right, which is, what, all of 100 square feet, probably less than that, that has a pull-out couch, which sleeps two, and then the dinette turns into a bed as well, which could sleep two smallish people, probably not two full-size adults. small, small. So you can get (laughs) get quite a (laughs) few people in there. Um, Did I say nine? Yeah, you said Yeah, six. Yeah, that math works. So.
1: I didn't think those things could hold
0: that many people. They don't. I I imagine this being smelly and hot. (laughs) I mean, that's where I'm going with it. If you had nine people in there, right? Come on. That's a little tight. We've
2: never done nine people. Okay. Um, I think the most that we have had is six adults. And it was close quarters. Yeah. Yeah, For sure.
0: That's tight living. So
2: we have the trailer. It's at the river. Uh, We call it our place. We pay rent, um, very, very small rent to the county of Riverside. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. County of Riverside? Yes. So the County of Riverside actually owns the park, uh, which is a campground park. So it's not really a trailer park, it's more of a campground park called McIntyre. Um and I guess technically if you were to Google it, it would say it would be McIntyre Destiny R V Resort. <laughs> Hashtag <Sounds> resort. Nice. <laughs> uh but the but the trailer park or the campground is up against the colorado river so we actually have direct boat launch access and so we keep our boat out there and uh i do love to slalom water ski wakeboard tube so it's all fun cool
0: so i i do live part of my so i used to do the river a lot yeah and i miss my boats so i live partially through michelle when she posts pictures of that yeah and I cry a little bit, like each time.
2: <laughs> I've been trying to convince him to... In fact, I tried to sell you a spot Sell you a spot at, at the river. Yeah, no, you did. You, you denied it.
0: Yeah, I'm still married, luckily, because I think if I would have bought that, <laughs> Lori may have questioned that.
1: She would have loved every <laughs> moment of it. So, Michelle, you're joining the podcast. What is your podcast experience been? Hmm. Do you have a particular one that you listen to or... Do you not like them at all?
2: So I really enjoy podcasts. The challenge I have is that I sometimes revert to music hmm. because music is easier, I think. Like it takes less brain power and <laughs> engagement. Um, sometimes I feel like if I'm going to listen to a podcast, I actually want to be engaged. Yeah. So I get in these bad habits where I don't listen to podcasts, even though I actually enjoy them. Um, but I do find when I uh, commute for work, and so my commute to work is actually very, very short. Um, I go five miles. I'm really, really lucky and blessed in that regard. So it's about a 15 to 20 minute drive. So generally there, I'm not listening to podcasts. Or if I do, I'm listening to something like The Daily, um, which is an NPR podcast.
1: Mm-hmm. That's uh, Or excuse
2: me, Up First. So Up First or The Daily? I can't remember if Daily's New York Times or- Either way. Either way.
0: I don't know either one. <laughs>
2: But then it's like a news, you know, then it's the news, and you should be getting caught up on current events. I don't do
0: that either. That's going to go back to what we were talking (laughs) about before, hell in a handbasket. Everything's screwed, I'm telling you right now.
2: That's an optimistic point of view.
0: Tell me that's not going to be the topic tomorrow.
2: It might be. But... (laughs) Some of my more favorite podcasts that I enjoy listening to like on long road trips, or if I know I'm going to be traveling to a meeting and I actually want my brain to be engaged, I enjoy Armchair Expert by Dax Shepard. Shout out to Dax. It is brilliant. It's a long podcast, though. He can sometimes go for like two hours. Oh, my God. But- it's so engaging and insightful, and just gives you such great perspective on
0: Dak Shepard.
2: Yes, really. I know it's surprising. I but wouldn't have gone with insightful. He's uh, <laughs> no, you got to try it. It's actually I, really which good.
0: It's not fair. I mean, I know that's like totally a shot that's not warranted at all because I haven't ever listened to it.
2: But I only know the stuff. It's you totally see, good. Yeah. I mean, um, my other favorite podcast of all time uh, is Pantsuit Politics. Is what? It's called Pantsuit Politics. Okay. It's two women. One is from the right, one is from the left. Oh, that sounds pretty cool. Republican, Democrat. And they started this podcast, I want to say like a year or maybe a year and a half before our last presidential election. And it was so wonderful to hear nuanced discussion about the right's point of view and the left's point of view on current topics and things that were happening. So pantsuit politics. And so they would always say um, a woman from the left and a woman from the right accessorizing the news, like get it accessorizing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the I see jewelry. what you did there. Yeah, yep, uh-huh. yep, uh-huh. um, But just really brilliant women talking about current issues and they're not social argumentative, totally, not amicable at all. All in- totally amicable, totally um, amicable. Probably the best explanation from both a right-minded person and a left-minded person mm-hmm. about why they're that way. Like, why is it that they gravitate? Toward a conservative standpoint, why is it that they gravitate toward a liberal standpoint? Hmm. So, one of my favorites. Um, you know. The other podcast that I actually could not stop listening to, and it kind of hits close to our industry, is Dirty John. Oh I no yeah. I, I know a lot about that. it off. Yeah. I was like, parked my car and would just sit there listening. Yeah. Like, couldn't get out. I was like, okay, gotta get out of the car. Like, yeah. we'll pick this up later. No. So.
1: Yeah, yeah I uh, I don't think I finished it. I oh, got so through some of it, and I got too frustrated. Yeah, I, yeah,
0: because I, I know some of the things that. Are... Oh yeah,
2: then we all do. That's what's so like. <laughs> yeah, I that's think just... that's what made it so much more like interesting. Yeah, like I know them. I work with them.
0: Yeah,
1: <laughs> it's not good. But in uh, a handbasket, telling you, <laughs> it's
2: all good. <laughs> it's all good.
1: So no Michelle, now this podcast specifically, what are your goals, anticipations, what do you want to get out of the show? And what do you uh, hope to bring to the show?
2: Yeah, I think, you know, I'm, my personality, and this is in all aspects of life, whether it's politics, whether it's just conversation, whether it's work, I like to look at things from all angles. And so I guess what I hope to bring is, in one of my favorite words is nuance, is just a different side of what we're looking at, whatever mm-hmm. topic it may be, just my perspective on it. And then I always like to challenge too, like, well, why is it that you have that standpoint? Or why do you think, what, what's your, why is that your viewpoint? Jason, so,
1: Jason needs that.
2: He does. You know, <laughs> Jason's a- to
0: balance, challenge, or uh, nuance, <laughs> which one?
1: <laughs> All of them. <laughs> All of
2: the above. And then I think, you know, one of the things that I, I find is really cool about this podcast is we're hitting topics that I might actually not know that much about, and so this is really forcing me to delve into and research and learn sides of our industry and sides of, of the realm of real estate that I may not focus on day to day, yeah. but ought to have at least some knowledge or perspective on.
1: Yeah, definitely. So one last chance. Anything that the listeners should know about you? Anything else that you would want to kind of leave them with?
2: Oh my Lord, what kind of question is that? <laughs>
1: Yeah, it's a good one.
2: (laughs) I don't know. You guys both know me pretty well. Maybe Jason knows me more. What would you? Well, apparently
0: we don't because I thought like the number one thing was the river and I got shot down.
2: (laughs) See, what's going to happen is I'm going to go home and I'm going to be thinking about this question all night long. (laughs) And I'll probably ask my wife and be like, what? How should I have responded to that question?
1: You're going to have. And she'll give
2: me some brilliant response and I'll be like, gosh darn it.
1: Yeah. You're going to have that aha moment Mm -hmm. when you wake up and you're like,
2: I should have said that exactly. Yeah.
0: That's funny because I wake up a lot of times and I'm like, I shouldn't have said that. That's <laughs> the direct opposite.
1: <laughs> so, so one thing that I uh, would want the listeners to know is somebody asked me about kind of our our origin story in quotations, and we all kind of got got to know each other through. Um, there's an organization. Uh, for those that aren't in the building industry, it's called the Building Industry Association. And within that organization, there's a kind of a subgroup called the Next Gen Group. So that's like, uh, younger leaders of the industry. And we kind of met each other through that, yeah. uh, including Allie. And I don't know if you guys remember this, uh, Michelle and, and Jason. We had this, this group session where we were talking about, different topics of the industry and we had to come up with arguments for or against. And, right. and the three of us were on the team together. Oh, that was with the was bear
2: versus the bear versus yeah, it was with Myers, right? Yes.
0: Yeah. In our office that one time. Yeah. 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 And,
1: uh, oh, that's right. We were on the same team. And, uh, did we win? <laughs> I don't think there was, cause a that's win. all that matters. <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: I don't think there was a winner. or yeah,
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> But, uh, one of the things that I loved is you guys kind of holding each other's feet to the fire and just going back and forth. So I think this is going to work out great. Uh, it's going to be great entertainment, uh, when we hit certain topics that, um, are going to be, uh, interesting and sometimes heated possibly. Well, I think what's interesting
0: here, and I probably have to look in the mirror a little bit. I think that's the f- one of the first things we said about Allie and I. Yeah. And now it's about Michelle and I. I'm starting to feel a trend coming on here. So I'm the problem. <laughs> really, we're
2: just trying to get Jason to be a little more um big picture thinker.
0: I think I have a lot of big picture thinking. It's just a whole lot of pictures. <laughs> That's the problem. <laughs>
1: That's what my wife would say, at least. Let's. Here we go again. <laughs> No. So, um, yeah, so it should be, uh, should be good. So, uh, continue to come back and, and watch this thing unfold. I know we, we promised to have the amusement park episode and, uh, that'll be coming up shortly. So stay tuned for that. Um, one thing that I didn't tell you guys, Michelle and Jason, uh, but I wanted to take this last moment to, um, uh, talk about one thing and, and update our listeners because uh, you guys have been listening for a while. I mentioned it a couple times, my, my dog. Blue. Yeah, yeah, Blue. Uh, Michelle, you I don't know that you were around or, or heard any of these episodes, but for the listeners that have been around for a while, um, he had been dealing with um, congestive heart failure mm. uh, since December. And, um, I'm not, my wife and I are not like super emotional people, but, um, this was really hard and it's still a little hard to talk about, but, um, we had to say goodbye to him last, last weekend, um, the 1st of July. Um, amazing dog has a a little Maltese, uh, hilarious guy. One of the best warning alarms that you could ask for. Uh, but once you got inside, he just like melted in your arms. He's the nicest dog, hilarious. Um, and I just wanted to take this moment to kind of, you know, remind everybody because it's not always in the front of our minds until, you know, someone reminds us to appreciate your loved ones, uh, both human and, uh, and, and dog and cat like uh, lizard, like hamster, like, uh, Desert er- tortoise. yeah, everything you got, um, you know, appreciate the, the time you have with them. Cause you never know, uh, when things come up, we, we were expecting, um, you know, he was, he was putting up a hell of a fight. Uh, we knew this was going to come at some point, but, um, you know, it was still a shock cause it happened so quickly. Uh, so just want to take this moment to kind of update you guys and, uh, and just to remind you you know we'll appreciate those around you cuz even that thing that annoys you like his farting i still <laughs> I, <laughs> I, I miss that now <laughs> uh so i will leave it with that um we are we're celebrating his life now and uh just a reminder to to do the same for you guys uh, every day And uh, we'll sign off for now. Thanks.